Welcome back to The Zero Podcast, where we talk about lifting, coaching, and more. You can learn more about Zero by going to www.zero.com.au. That's Zero with a W. We are also proudly sponsored by Establishment Coffee. Head to establishmentcoffee.com.au. Use the code 025 for 25% off and free shipping. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. That's what all the cool kids say. And if you're on Spotify, hit that five-star review. We love it. Enjoy the show now. All right, we're back. Oh, my God. No. No. Everyone's on their phones. <laughs> Welcome back. Another episode of the Zero Podcast. Hello, hello. We are live. I <laughs> thought you were about to do the intro. I was like, no, we don't need to do that <laughs> no, anymore. We don't do that here anymore. <laughs> All right. What have we been up to? Or what have you learned this week? Bridget. Uh, what have I learned this week? Come back to me. You've learned that being toxic is not okay. I learned that a long time ago, Thomas. Oh. Mm. Well, you've learned that you can <laughs> post it on your story. Correct. I saw what? heaps of people post that. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, really? Yeah, you weren't the only one I saw post yeah, that. Yeah, no, that really um that resonated with me. The I liked that. Did one. you see the thing she posted the other day? That's like um can about working on your working on yourself. How um there's no excuse for toxic behavior anymore. We all need to work on being better individuals. Is that like shots fired at someone? No, it's like a little at me. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wonderful human being. <laughs> you know when people say, "Oh, it's just the way I am." Yeah, yeah, mm. and just to excuse their bad behavior. Yeah, mm. it's it's kind of like coincides with the massive self love movement, which has a lot of positives to it, uh, but can also highlight some character traits that are potentially quote unquote toxic. When there. people say something like that, it never seems like it's coming from a place of love, though, or self love. Yeah. I, no, I used to use it as an excuse for yeah, no. like my anger. And I'm like, that's now like, I look back and I'm like, now that I'm a very calm, stoic kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, uh, reads, <laughs> reads 10 pages of the stoic book. <laughs> but you know, like I used to always say that. And then I'm like, that's just a fucking. It's a cop out. Yeah, it's just an excuse. <laughs> yep, I get you. For being mm-hmm. a shitty person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait next time when someone pisses off James and I'm waiting for him to go off. And he's like, you know, Thomas. As the Stoics used to say. <laughs> uh, Marcus Aurelius, uh, <laughs> what he would have done in this situation. Oh, dear. Okay, Meg, what have you learned or what have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? Uh, that was the question. The, uh, I'll do what I've been up to because I can't think of anything I've learned. I just got back, literally just getting back into SPD. Um, <clears throat> I've been omitting S and D from my programming, so that's that's fun. I'm very excited about that. Nice. Mm-hmm. You were excited to squat again. Yes, yeah, I love nice. squatting. Mm. I love squatting. The only reason I haven't been doing it, like if I was still going to do those bodybuilding blocks, I would have had some kind of uh, barbell squat, but it just hurt too much. Mm. Um, even if it's not like the most ideal choice for bodybuilding block, I would have loved to have done it. And mm. I saw you rate the shoes. The Vivos, mm-hmm. yeah, they're really good. Um, so if you've got wide feet, mm. maybe consider them. You love them too, eh? Mm-hmm. Very much. Do you, mm. do you ever wear them? You've got them too. I've worn them twice. Mm-hmm. Once as a practice and another time as the actual deadlift shoe. Yeah, right. Why don't you wear them often? Because then I'd have to kick my own ass when I see myself in the mirror wearing <laughs> Vivos. 
I'm not a petite female like Oi, you. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was about to say. I've just realized they actually look good on uh, women. Mm. On men, they look wild. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> they're, they're definitely a leg up from the average deadlift slipper. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay that because deadlift stickers, slippers are dank. But uh, yeah, not, not not really my style. They're mm. just dank th- as in how they look or? Nah, dank as in like they're weed strong. <laughs> Both. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> but they, because when I see Bridget and Meg wearing them, I'm like, oh, they look good. And then like, yeah, I couldn't I don't know. Them. I think they look nice on Meg. I think I look a bit goofy, but, nah. but they feel good. How about later when you're all downstairs, I'll come downstairs in mine and you try and, <laughs> try and not laugh. Okay, deal. You see my cankles spilling over the edge. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, there's a guy I really like. His name's Phil Daru. I think he's actually doing a seminar. He's coming to Australia. Phil Daru. He's an S&C coach in America. And he's the coolest dude. And he's jacked. And he wears the Vivos. Like he, I think he's sponsored by them. And they just look so goofy on him. Oh, really? Yeah, like big jacked dude, tatted up. And then he's got I this I thought you were about to say he pulled it off. Nah. Oh. Mm, that's what I mean. If he can't pull them off, no male can in my in my eyes. <laughs> it's really just your state of mind though. He probably thinks he pulls it off and that's all that matters. Exactly. Mm. It's yeah. about how you feel. Mm, you're right. Yeah, no toxic behaviour. <laughs> Nothing tastes better than how skinny feels. <laughs> oh, don't bring that back. I'm wearing on the lips for a lifetime on the lips. <laughs> oh, the classics. Uh, Wait, what was the that one? A moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. <laughs> oh, no. Don't you remember that one? I've never heard that. Who that's a, that one? I haven't heard that one either. That one, yeah, no, that, that was a classic. Yeah, really? That was a classic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you remember who quoted the other one? Nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Uh, Marcus celeb- Aurelius. It's a cele- <laughs> celebrity? It's a celebrity. Was it some, someone like Paris Hilton or a bit more recent? Uh, no, before Paris Hilton. Madonna. No. The Kate Moss. Yes. Wait, who's Kate Moss? Kate Moss, the supermodel, the British supermodel. I don't know. Wait, <sighs> just speaking of, you just reminded me, uh, speaking of those people, sorry, we'll get into the podcast soon. <laughs> you just reminded me by saying Paris Hilton. Have you guys seen the video of Britney Spears lately? Which With one? With like the knives? Which one? Oh yeah, that one's been around for a little no, while. No, 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 the one where she's like dressed as the devil. No, no. I haven't seen that one. No, it's pretty wild. Hey, you guys need to watch it. Aww. Is she just mm. dancing around in her lounge room? Uh, yes. What, it's, in a devil costume? Yeah, it's very entertaining. <laughs> I don't know. Am I allowed to be entertained at that? I can't yeah. bring myself yeah. to watch it. I, f- I find it really hard to watch. I can right now. Because there's, <laughs> there's a part of me that feels really sorry for her. Yeah, well, definitely. I, I get really confused because I don't know what's going on because mm. people speculate she's not alive. Yeah. This is all mm. AI generated or she's being um, forced to do this or, you know, she's crying for help through like eyes and Morse code. Like I can't watch it because I'm just too confused by it all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tom Bro's watching it right now. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I um. But I don't understand because she used to be able to dance. Mm. She was. Really she can sense. still. She can still kind of dance. <laughs> oh. Crazy to think at one stage she was the biggest pop star there is. Mm. She was like seven. Sad. She was like seventeen. Mm. Like what? she wasn't yeah. ready to have that kind of pressure Not on her. What was the What was the whole thing about her dad? Well, her dad. It was what was it called? A conservatorship um, or something yes. like that, where he was in control of all her finances and everything. Yeah, pretty yeah, much see, her that's, life. Eh? That's mm, the way to her do her whole it. life. That's, <laughs> that's how I run zero. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want your wages? Uh, I'll, I'll decide when you need it. <laughs> if you wonder why I look so awkward on camera, Thomas is on the other side <laughs> like this. <laughs> you know, James is like blinking, like help me. <laughs> you know those TikToks where it'll be like, you know, to show someone's face, and then someone will like 
put themselves as the body and then like yeah. Yeah. add little bits and pieces <laughs> yeah. and they'll be like holding a knife to them and stuff. <laughs> I love those. Oh, uh, no. All right, James, what have you been up to or what have you learned? What have I learned? Um, not much as of late. <laughs> I, I'm competing in Jiu-Jitsu comp March 3rd. Nice. So I've got that to look forward to. Uh, I'm really excited. On the cut? Yeah. And uh, training's been really good. Um, you know what I'm like? I nerd out at things. I watch lots of like footage and mm. things like that. So I'm uh, really excited. I've been practicing some new stuff I've learned. And uh, it's been working in training. So I'm excited to compete. Nice. Mm. Nice, nice, nice. It's going to be fun. You don't have any idea who you're up against, right? You just rock up and whoever's there is there? No, I've looked at the bracket. There's like four other people in my division. Are, um, are there many people from your dojo going? No. Nah. Nah. So oh, is it called a dojo? <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to say, is it called a dojo? Um, well, I don't know. I just call it a gym. A gym. Mm. Club. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen the other people uh, in my bracket, so I'll be versing them. Um, yeah, I'm excited. RIP them. Mm, yeah. Is it the same as the last one? So like you do like a couple of gi matches and then no gi? Yeah, I've entered both again. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I'm excited. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I can go the whole weekend and win every match. That's my goal. Mm. Are you still doing 75 hard? When d- when did I say I was doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to. I've been wanting to ask. CJ, <laughs> cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> Wait, some people will message me like, hey, bro, hope 75 hard's going well. I'm like, oh, shit. That's, <laughs> oh, right. that's right. No, no, no. So uh, how did I break it? Have I not spoken about how I've broken it? No. I mean, there are signs, but <laughs> <laughs> you haven't directly talked about it. No, no, no. So there I broke signs. it. He's, he's <laughs> punching darts out the front every 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I broke it because I went out to dinner with my... Uh, with my, she's like my auntie, my like best mate's mum. So that's how I broke it. But we've still been really good, eh? Like yeah, we're still pretty much doing everything. And you've created some really good habits mm. from it and stuck with them. Yeah. Which was the whole point, right? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. keep it rolling. I can't believe I can actually like control myself with food now, which I've never been able to do. Mm. At some point there has to be balance to be found, right? So that's mm-hmm. yeah, good. Yeah. No, I feel good. Yeah. So yes, that's, that's it. Nice. Um, what have I been up to? I, uh, I did a free technique webinar last night uh i i put it out there because i just there's there's so much information like it's coming up as a coach is so different now to when i was coming up as a coach and when i was coming up as a coach i was hungry for information i didn't have access to it and now people have access to too much information and the information that they have access to is confusing or misleading or biased uh and so I, i i wanted to give some free stuff out that i believe is better than a lot of the paid stuff out there uh, and so I, I had the time and I, I did it. Um, and so I only promoted it for a couple of weeks. I think I had just over 200 register and 100 show up, which is a great show rate. You know, for the, for the free webinars that I did during COVID, I had 500 register. I had 100 show up to the first call, maybe, maybe a little bit more than 100. Maybe it was like 150. But then each call after that was probably averaging at 50. So the show rate percentage-wise was much lower. So great show rate. Everyone loved it. Um, everyone got excuse me, got their free gift. I gave away a, a, a free gift worth about $1,000 in there of education. Uh, and now they all get to play around with that. So if you're listening and you follow along, I do have intention to do more stuff like this in the future. It's not going to be a regular thing. Otherwise, it sort of takes away the exclusivity of it and it just makes you be like, oh, I'll just wait for the next one. It's not going to be like that. Um, but I, I am going to endeavor to put a little bit more stuff out there moving forward. Mm. I just want to help. I, I, my view is that... Zero is doing something special. Um, there's nothing like this that exists in the world. You know, a, a 
a chain of gyms that produces the same product quality across each gym. Like if you go get a technique session with Jordan in UK or you get a technique session with James here, you're going to get the same session. You're going to get the same quality of the session. You're going to get the same advice. Uh, it's going to be tailored to you in the same way. Nothing like that exists. And there's no reason why so many other coaches and gyms can't be doing this and growing like we are. Uh, and I want everyone to experience that. So that's why I'm doing this stuff. So it was a ball. It was really fun. Very exciting. Yeah. I did a PowerPoint presentation for the first time since the last time I did a PowerPoint presentation. I worked for the government and I had to present to a panel of doctors about why they knew nothing about gestational diabetes. And it was the most terrifying presentation I've ever given. <sighs> Hated every second of it. Yeah. And none of them laughed at any of my jokes. Which oh, made it worse. no. Because they're like, we're doctors. and You're just oh, a pathetic no. nutritionist. <laughs> the like hospital hierarchy is the weirdest thing. Like, yeah. you know how people get like fake celebrity status in gyms? Mm. Mm. Like I've got, or on social media, doctors are the, the absolute yeah. worst for it. I've heard a bit about it from some of my clients. Yeah. Yeah. Me like, too. I've mm, heard it from clients. Yeah. They're so bad. Yeah. And like intra-doctor relationships are so weird. Like, you know, the, the gynos hate the cardiologists, hate the this, hate the that. Like they, they all really disrespect each other. Yeah. You know how we got like doctors that train here? Yeah. Like when I speak to them and they're like, oh, he's probably just a GP. Yeah. And when I hear them oh, saying that kind of stuff, I'm like, man, shut up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's no different to any other profession. Yeah. You know, powerlifting coaches like, P PT in the gym, what do they know? Yeah, but I just think it's hilarious because they've both done like 10 years worth of education yeah. and they're probably the, you know, the most highly qualified job there is and they're both just shitting on each other. Yeah. <laughs> It's the little things. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. All right, quotes. What do we got? Nothing. My quote is from the movie Fried Green Tomatoes. (gasps) We haven't talked about that yet. I know. We have to do a recap. Oh, my God. Um. Book club. Movie club. (laughs) The quote is, if there is such a thing as complete happiness, it is knowing that you are in the right place. I like that. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, it's a happy one. I don't have anything, so you'll have to give me... What do you got, Tombro? Uh, mine's a Hormozy one that's that stuck with me, which is like the definition of intelligence is the rate of learning. Ooh. Nice. Hormozy's trending at the moment, eh? It has been for a long time. But like even more so now? Yeah, big time. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's gotten huge. I like. I feel like Bridget must have felt like 20 years ago in school <laughs> when she's like, oh, you're only just listening to Metallica now? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Because I, I, I've been like, so I changed the structure of the membership at this gym before Hormozy was on social media as himself because he never had personal accounts. He only had business accounts that ran ads and I used to get exposed to his ads. Uh, so when he was pushing gym launch real hard, he used to put free information out there and he did this thing around hybrid about blending like gym memberships and online coaching. So I changed the whole gym membership system and it helped the gym so much. And so I've been digesting his stuff ever since then and I followed him on Instagram when he had like 3,000 followers. So I'm an OG. You are an OG. Nice. I'm part of the Mosey Nation. You guys are all just like sheep. You've even got a hat. Sheeple. I do. I have, did I get three hats? I got one hat. One hat. Three I got three, three, three of the books. same book. Yeah. Three books. The hat's cool. Yeah, I got chewed up by one of the dogs. <laughs> What's your quote, Gidge? Um, I've just literally typed in quotes. I'm going to read the first one. All our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Oh, oh that was <laughs> <laughs> you know who said that? Walt Disney. Nice, <laughs> nice. Sorry, gang. I'll have a better one next week. It's kind of like 
it's funny how the even though he was a interesting Isn't he character, an anti-Semite? Yeah. Mm. Um, it's like the status of the person all, all, all almost makes the quote so much less cringe. Like if you just heard the quote by itself, you're like, then you're like, oh, Walt Disney said that. Uh, he did some cool things. <laughs> <laughs> I think he won the, he's won the most, uh, is it Oscars? Oscars? Yeah. Nice. For, pro- for pro- producing? Well, I guess because there's so many Disney movies yeah. and they've won so many awards. The awards would go to him, yeah, sort okay. of. What's a bigger deal, Oscars or Golden Globe? I don't know. I think the Oscars. Oscars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about Logies? Arias. Arias. You got a Logie. Wait, what's Aria? That's the That's music the Australian one? music. Yeah. Australian Recording Industry Awards or something. Something like that. <laughs> All right. Mine is, many times the thought of fear itself is greater than what what it is we fear. Yes. The thought mm. of fear itself is greater than... Than what we fear. Many oh, times the mind. thought of fear itself is greater than what it is we fear. I don't know. Watch me around bees. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of fear itself. I don't know about that one. Mm. I don't know if that resonates with me. That's okay. It doesn't have to. Well, I thought of it just before when I was on that ladder. I was fucking <laughs> shitting myself. <laughs> and I was like, you're making this way scarier than what it is. Yeah, like when you went on the roller coaster. Yeah. And then you even said it wasn't that scary, but yeah, you convinced but yourself it was terrifying and you won't go on one again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Nice. <laughs> All right. What are we grateful for? Meg, what you got? Um, oh, I thought it was either that or a quote. Uh, let me think for a second. <laughs> I'm going to do a cop-out one and say, because I was sick yesterday, I'm grateful for my, my health. health. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Still not 100%, but I feel much better. Mm. Still not 100. <laughs> She's doing the, uh, like the, what's it called when you... No, no, I failed my bench today, so I'm definitely not 100%. Oh, no, trust me, James has planned way more in advance. Than <laughs> oh, just, I know. They're just failing a little bench here and there. <laughs> I liked his story last week. That's what was right. it? Armor Force getting me through today's session. I, I, she, uh, and she, I forgot to send it to you. She sent me a message with quotations just like, oh, what was it? It was fucking good though. It was like something along the lines of, oh, yeah. It's I have to let the boss know that I'm still not feeling 100% <laughs> even though I'm training. No, he did the sneaky ones where you like tag the person but then you move the tag out of the scene. Oh, yeah. Out of the actual picture. The so, that, so they get the, the notification, did but no one else sees it. You did that, James? Yeah. No, I did not. Tagging, tagging a minute. Oh. Oh, heads up, I'm here. <laughs> okay. oh. um, my one is I'm grateful for the ability to change circumstances. And this is like a casual like analogy of it, but. Um, I've had such bad shin splints while trying to run and have been feeling helpless. So I've just been doing some calf stuff. Running is feeling better. And I'm like, I'm glad that I have, yeah, the the ability and access to resources to change a situation mm-hmm. if I'm not okay with it rather than just getting comfortable. Yeah, nice. Mm. Yeah. Did the Hoka shoes help? Oh, yeah, a lot. They're the comfiest things They're on nice, earth. Eh? Yeah. It took a, I broke them in and then when I realized how good they are, I'm like, oh, I get it now. Mm. I get it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, should, nice. Should I get them for walking? Yes. 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 One thousand percent. Definitely. Nice. Mm. Yeah. How, how much you. are they? I get them for you. I want you because I've been wanting to get you new walking shoes. Uh, I like going to my Lebanese guy with the fake shoes. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> like, so you wear the New Balance uh, fresh foams? Do you still wear them on your walks? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, high V two. Yes. So the cushioning in them, 
uh, is the equivalent to probably like a a Nike Infinity. So it's like spongy at the start, but they become pretty uh, flat. Yeah, they flatten out pretty quick. Yeah. Like you won't get that with a hocker. Mm. Mm. Oh, they're so good. Mm. Gives Very you a bit good. of height too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm five six when I wear them. <laughs> nice. nice, not five five. <laughs> All right. Are you five five? No, nah, I'm five six. <laughs> James, we're five five. Round it up, five ten. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, and Tom? Bro? Five ten is basically six. Five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am grateful. I'm grateful for the fact that a hundred people were willing to listen to me for an hour last night. It's a, it's a commitment to give a, an hour of your time. Uh, especially going in, I, I'd put information out there of what it was going to be, but you're largely going in blind. So I'm really grateful that that people uh, thought it was valuable enough to stick around and I hope that they got the value that they were looking for. I'm sure they did. James, what you got? <clears throat> um, I am... Uh, shit, I'm sorry. I just had a blank. I am grateful for... <coughs> this my ability to move and do whatever. Nice. Yeah. I was just thinking, I'm almost 33. And uh, yeah, so I feel good. Good. Mm. All right. What do we got? We uh, we tried to run the podcast without you last week and um, I missed about 80% of the topics that were on the list. <laughs> I think we did pretty good. Yeah, everyone else reckons <laughs> you guys did awesome. Yeah, but we missed a bunch. There's people saying that I shouldn't be on it anymore. <laughs> what? As yeah. if it's better. Not. <laughs> no, they're saying what we're all thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We no. forgot the quotes. Yeah, Is there anything else we forgot? Oh. Well, we forgot Lane's topic suggestion. Mm. Mm. So we'll go through that maybe first. Yeah, let's let's start with that, eh? So Lane Hall, man with the biggest arms on earth, um, he asked. Um, so Lane Hall touched on it in one of Tombo's Q&As. But basically wanting to know your perspectives on one's leverages of each lift and how different leverages can affect how they perform them. Like short arms, long torso, short legs make it more <coughs> difficult in a deadlift due to being over the bar, hips being too far away, etc. But is arguably more beneficial when it comes to squats and bench. Unsure if there's a whole lot to unpack there on the topic or whether it's really relevant because your boy's inexperienced with this side of things, but thought it'd be interesting to hear it from you guys at some point. But no, yeah, how you approach accessories, even and whether even what, yeah, whether it affects accessories as yeah. well. Mm. Oh. No, it's a great question. So thanks, Lane, for for reaching out. Um, sorry, my answer on the Q and A wasn't good enough, and you had to <laughs> had to go into someone else's DMs to get what you want. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a great topic to unpack, and it is hard to unpack in a, a little bit of a text slide. So, what do you guys think? Does it matter? Um, what, what does does it matter mean? Well, to, well mm. you make up the context. I'm going to create some context around it. I have never once changed the way I program due to how someone's built. Yeah, I've never really changed the way I cue either now that I think about mm. it. So it doesn't, like matter to, doesn't matter to programming. No, I, I always just think like, you know, how we talk about when we teach technique, we talk about the rules that apply to everybody. And the only difference is it might just look a little bit different because they're all yeah. built differently, but the rules ultimately remain the same. So mm. nothing changes except it might just look a little bit funny because this bloke's got fucking long legs, but it doesn't change anything. Yeah, I'd say it would change where you put your hands on the bar or mm. how close or wide your stance is. Not much beyond that. I've never thought about it in an accessory uh, standpoint mm. ever. So my brain's like ticking away. I'm trying to think how it might affect accessories. Uh, the way I look at it is like it's uh, lots of inexperienced lifters or people that are new to powerlifting will just regurgitate information that they've heard online mm. about limb lengths and things like that. But... um. I don't know, I just look at some people in here, for example. You've got people like Oscar, 
who's, I don't know, 6'5", 6'4", whatever he is, he's humongous. He squats really well, he mm-hmm. benches really well, he's got really long arms, he did lifts really well, and he's never once uh, made an excuse about how he's built. Mm. You know, he chose to do powerlifting, so therefore he's, you know, it's part of, it's part of the, you chose, I don't know, I just think he chose to do it. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I chose to play basketball. I'm five foot six. Do you hear me complaining about how short I am? No, nah, you're mugsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think uh, you guys are on the money for the most part. There's, there's a lot that goes into this. Well, it's, I mean, it's not even that it's a lot that it goes into it, but think of it like this, right? So you guys are all coaching someone and you're looking at this person's squat and forget their limb length, torso length, anything like that. They're getting folded in half. Is there anything you can change about their squat to make them get less folded in half? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah, of course. There's multiple things that are going to... Uh, lend towards the way that someone appears when they squat in terms of being more upright, less upright, whatever, fold in half. There's so many dials that you can turn and levers that you can pull to change the squat experience for that individual. And uh, before we go ahead and point at how someone's squat or bench or deadlift looks based on how they're built, we should be assessing, okay, are we doing everything we can to modify that experience for that person? Beyond that then, we've got the we've got to take this mindset, which is like, your experience of your squat feeling more upright or less upright is purely your experience. And you can't measure that against anything else because you don't know what it feels like to have a different body. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it feels like to have longer legs or shorter legs or longer torso or shorter torso. You only know what your squat feels like. And so it's about the relative experience for that individual lifter. That's where people go wrong uh, and they're confused by the visual and the language that comes with it. So they see the next person squatting and they're like, that person's folding in half. I'm more upright. Therefore, that person's folding in half because of this and this and this or vice versa. The person folding in half looks at someone more upright and they're like, well, I can't squat like that because my body is shaped this way. Or someone tells them that. It's literally a self-imposed limitation that you have no control over whatsoever. It puts a mental block in there straight away for you to be able to say, my squat experience and how it appears is because of this thing. Who cares? That's not going to change. What you can change is all the other dials and levels that you can play with to change your squat experience. And then you've got another layer on top of this, which is what you were getting at, James, where if we're talking about strength training and, and something like powerlifting, strength is the winner. Who cares how you're built? Ultimately, whoever's strongest wins. And we've got several examples of that. Jason Semler, that guy was built to deadlift. His arms like orangutan. They drag along the floor, like long as fuck arms. When he benched, he was stiff, completely flat back. He broke the all-time Australian bench record, and then he went on to break it, break it another four times. Because no one ever said, you're not meant to be able to bench. One of my first ever members, and the tallest member we've ever had, seven foot one, Colin. Wow. He it was all legs, and his hands literally finished like at the waistband of his pants. So like relatively quote-unquote short arms long as hell legs favorite lift deadlift best lift deadlift because no one ever said hey you're not meant to be able to deadlift well because of how you built there's self-imposed limitations we can change everything else but we can't change the length of someone's arms then the final point which is really the only point that matters right now is show me a chart where you can map out okay my femur length is this compared to my fib tib length, compared to my torso. Therefore, scientifically, I have short this along that. There's no chart that says you have short femurs or long femurs. 
you literally just make that shit up. And what for? What benefit does it give you to make that shit up? Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. It doesn't give you an explanation of how your squat looks because I guarantee you haven't addressed all those other points first. Uh, and so as far as limb lengths and leverages, who cares? Who cares? So what you're saying is the thing that's damaging is feeding into um, other people talking about, oh, I have a, I'm a deadlift specialist because my arms are long. And so if you look down at your arms, you're like, oh, well, they're kind of like, I guess, shorter compared to this person. Therefore, I'm disadvantaged. Well, the, the advantage is strength. And it's like, don't get me wrong. I'm not stupid. I've, I've coached over a thousand people personally. People are different shapes and sizes. There are definitely people who appear to have longer this or shorter that. Absolutely. Like look at most Chinese Olympic weightlifters. Little short legs, long torso, really upright, perfect front squats, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's definitely individual differences and potentially genetics aside, strength training aside may lend to some mechanical advantages or not. But that's not powerlifting and that doesn't help you again because you can't change that. Mm. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? So, so there are, there, I'm not discounting the fact that there are differences between people. And I'm talking about strength here. We maximize strength expression through technique. If you're talking about hypertrophy, that's a different ballgame. So like someone might have a very different experience as to how taxed their legs get in a squat based on how they're built because of how much they load their spine or not load their spine. Uh, so th that's a different story altogether. I'm talking about strength and I'm talking about powerlifting. Mm -hmm. In the context of that, because people always ask me this, right? When you look at someone, can you tell if they're going to be, a, are they better suited to sumo or unconventional? It's like, well, what do they deadlift more at? Once they've maximized their technique in both, what do they pull more at? Well, they're, they're well suited to the thing that they pull more at. I know mm -hmm. plenty of people who can get into a perfect sumo position that still pull conventional because they're conventional stronger. That's all it comes down to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're a coach, um, there's so many more considerations to take uh, into account when you're writing someone's program than their leverages or whatever. Um, Like when you guys think about programming for someone, um, like we said before, we've never made it, we've never let it influence the way we write programming for someone yeah. based on their appearance and no. their leverages and whatnot. Like what else can you change about their program? You can change everything else, yeah. uh, but nothing, it never comes down to how they're built or something like that. Mm -hmm. This is way off topic. Well, it's kind of in the same ballpark, but CJ, you'd, you'd know uh, the NBA now, the way it's going. It's, uh, it's a positionless league now. So back in the day, you used to have your center, who was the big guy. He, you know, he'd protect the rim. Your point guard was very small. But uh, so it was very based on, uh, and when you're younger, you kind of just got put into positions based on your appearance and, you know, your height, weight, whatever. But nowadays, basketball is very positionless, and you've got seven foot one guys running the point. Um, yeah, it's just gone. I don't know. There's so many other examples, but I just thought that was a cool one to bring That's up. That's interesting. Yeah, mm. it's, uh, there's so many other sports that are the same. Uh, rugby league's the same. You got props that are the size of, you know, sixes and sevens now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's always going to be some nerd that comes claps back with the programming side of things and like, well, well, actually, if you've got long levers and blah blah blah, you're going to load up your back more and can't handle as much volume. Deal with that if you find it to be an issue. Mm. Don't assume it's an issue when it's not, because that's just a person to person thing. Some people can tolerate more volume because they're fitter and some people aren't. And you can build that fitness and you can change that fitness experience as well. Like it's all, again, dials that you can turn, levers that you can pull. These are things that you can change. You cannot change the limb length, lever length, blah, blah, blah. But you can change everything else. 
And that's where individualization and coaching comes is like you coach according to your methodology and according to your, your fixed structure because you know that works and then you change it based on what you see happening in front of you. And the more confident you have in the standard structure that you have, the more easily you can fit people into those boxes and the less mistakes you make. Mm. Yeah, are they getting tired because their, their femurs are too long? Or are they just getting tired because they can't handle the volume? Exactly, mm. exactly. And then there's going to be differences between how strong someone is and how not strong they are. It's going to be experience level. It's going to be general fitness. So many things are going to play into it. Uh, and so lever length, limb length, things that you can't change, they just become negligible. They just don't, don't consider them. And mm-hmm. I think also you'll start using it as an excuse for why your deadlift doesn't feel good or why your bench doesn't feel good instead of looking at other aspects that might be wrong. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Nice. There you go, Lane. I hope that uh hope that helps. If it doesn't, slide back into my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or mine, I just won't reply for you. <laughs> uh, all right, got a couple topics. I always say that, eh? Um, the next topic is the next <laughs> no, no, you forgot that. <coughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have you guys uh, have you guys seen the anything about the enhanced games floating around? Floating I about? Not, not, not at all. Yeah. I watched an interview with I think the swimmer. Mm-hmm. Is it the swimmer guy? Yeah. They yeah. got offered one point five mil. Mm-hmm. And the like the naive and stupid comments on the newsreel of him talking about like, you know, I'm I'm an athlete and my uh, athletic career financially has basically diminished and this is an opportunity to continue to support my athletic development why wouldn't I take it and all these people are like you're going to destroy your body you're going to ruin your endocrine system <laughs> like what it's like so so obvious that people are so blinded to how all of this stuff actually works and if anything like you know we've got, we've got people in powerlifting and bodybuilding that are just absolute you know monkeys with it just take everything and anything and then end up fine. Mm. These people are doing it with legitimate compounds under guided medical supervision. They're going to be okay. Mm. Uh, so that that's about all I've seen of it is just like little whispers of it here and there and people talking about it and mentioning it. But that's the first thing I've seen like published is that swimmer sort of talking about it. Is it a TV show? No, it's like the Olympics, yeah. but they're letting people take gear. Is it as highly regarded as the Olympics? Well, it'll be the first one. Yeah, so not at all. Okay. But like I, I look at it because um, people like, you know, the people that are promoting it, they're like, we're going to see records smacked, like smoked and whatnot. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, because the ones in the Olympics <laughs> are on gear as well. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say, uh, let's just be, let's look at it like quite naively and think, all right, they're all drug free. So let's look at it like IPF lifters are drug free versus non-tested lifters. Like yeah. once you're at the top of your sport, whether you're on drugs or not, there's a there isn't that much difference. Do you know what I mean? It just if you're the best, you're the best, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, well, I mean, it's like, hey, Seuss, you know, what mm. uh, what is he number three, total wise or number four? He's, he's you know up there. No, he's the number one total, not in the world. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it is over any yeah. Number one total of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Really? We better fact check that. Or is it still Andre Milanichev? No, it hasn't been Andre for years. It's been Dan Bell. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah no, no, I don't think he cracked that record. I think he went number three. Okay. I can't remember. <laughs> this is really terrible that we're supposed to be powerlifting experts. <laughs> uh, I just, I don't, I don't follow it that closely yet. 
I'm really invested in my lifters is what, I, what I'm trying to say. Anyway, um, you know, like he's at the top of the game or you know, look at the Taylor Atwoods or uh, any, any of these men and women that are just like absolutely crushing it. Basically, Sheffield is like the showcase of like there's very few untested lifters that are beating those people in those weight classes. Uh, and so I, I agree. I, I mean, like Lance Armstrong is the perfect example, right? Mm. Like they were all juicy and he was miles ahead of them. If they were all natty, he'd be miles ahead of them. And if he was natty and a lot of them were juicy, he'd still probably be miles ahead of them. Yeah, mm. he's just the best at that sport. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it's even like um, I saw Angus Bradley post about it. He was talking about the same thing. It's like, a, yeah, uh, how many dudes are you going to be able to get? How many of these swimmers elite swimmers are you going to be able to find that aren't already training for the Olympics and other, sure. you know, un- uh, tested federations or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like they're already past their prime. Yeah. And like I, I think a lot of it will be, you know, the number, the people that are top 20 in the world uh, towards the 20 end of it, taking gear to get closer to the number one in the world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can speculate whether that number one in the world is juicy or not. Regardless... I don't know. I'm 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 curious to see what happens. Though. Mm. When's look it? When's it happening? End of the year, sometime. Mm. I just look at sports like jujitsu and like combat sports and things like that, where drug use is so rampant, it's humongous. But when you look at the people who are at the top, all of them just are the best at jujitsu. Yeah, doesn't matter if they're fucking strong, got a crazy cardio base, because obviously they're all attributes and qualities that really, you know, they do help your sport. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, it just comes down to who's the best at. Doing the thing, the yeah. skill, mm. yeah, yeah. I think I think it would be a different story if you were getting like, let's say Usain Bolt was still at his prime, getting mm. the Usain Bolts or Michael Phelps when he's at his prime, you know, like blasting them with gear to see what happens. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. You'd have to get them at like twenty years old though, and go, hey, before you go down this route, we want to sign you. Yeah, to our federation. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see how many like up and comers who for whatever reason, decide to go that route instead of the other route. Mm. It's going to be a piss take though because I just, I'm just, uh, the talk surrounding it is going to be fucking, it's going to be a shit show after. You know, oh, look at all these guys on juice and they couldn't even beat them. Like, mate, that guy's a dad that has a job and he's just doing this for the sake of doing it. He got a paycheck. He wasn't a pro athlete to begin with. Like how many of these guys are we going to see that are actually professional athletes? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's the story with professional sports and like spectators in general. We're all we're all guilty of doing it, you know. Like you watch a hundred meter race, you see Usain Bolt come first, and the guy in eighth, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just spat everybody. <laughs> yeah, nice try, buddy. <laughs> Better luck next year. <laughs> Even though he's like one of the fastest people on the entire planet, like mm. one of the most elite athletes on the planet, and then we're just like, oh, nice try. Well, you know, you watch NFL and like, these idiots don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you go out there, see how you go. Yeah, I think I think the hard thing is that it's going to be so overshadowed by the general media perception being like these people are on gear mm. and gear equals bad uh, that you're gonna it's going to discount any athletic endeavors because the the general public is going to be like it doesn't count; they're on steroids. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, you're right. Well, we'll see. It might mm. generate a lot of money, and they might really really lean into it mm. I don't, how many uh untested sports have generated a lot of money that we've seen so far is is um what's the movie we UFC? watched yeah is wrestling <laughs> is wrestling one? Oh, pro, pro wrestling yeah. i don't yeah. know if you can consider it a sport i think it's a lot more than a sport pro wrestling 
What is yeah. it? Yeah, as in like WWE. Yeah, that's mm. uh, it's definitely more than a sport. Does jiu-jitsu, the big comps, they bring in a lot of money, don't they? So nah. They look huge. They've got that same announcer that does the UFC. Oh, yeah, so those comps, yeah. that comps too, but that's untested. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what why. I mean. Isn't that what we're talking about? Yeah, that is yeah. What we're talking so about. yeah, that comp. There's a comp called ADCC, mm. and they just look like fucking. Have you seen ADCC? Like Gordon Ryan, Nicky Rodriguez, but these guys look like the pinnacle of like they yeah. look like bodybuilders. Mm. But do it's so fun to watch. Yeah, and they're all juiced to the gills, and mm. it's cool to watch. Mm. Um, yeah, UFC had a bad doping program back in the day with the TRT. They were allowed to take TRT. Um, uh, professional strongman is probably one that's up there. Yeah, mm. that's the well, that's the only one I could think of. Yeah, mm. but there's sports like that are known for like really bad doping, like weightlifting. Yeah, uh, or oh, bigger gym- sports, baseball. Yeah, gymnastics, baseball. baseball. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Whoa. baseball for sure. CrossFit's pretty bad for that, isn't it? Yeah, but that's like a. I don't know. It's not like a huge. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I wouldn't class that. I wouldn't put that in the same category as like baseball doping and mm. cycling and things like that. Right. Mm. I'm trying to, uh, but what sports are like truly untested, like not doped, uh, dope controlled, but kind of fake dope controlled? Like what sports are actually untested? Do do they have drug testing and things like the NFL? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What, what are they testing for? Because <laughs> it's not steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like um, that video you sent me of DK Metcalf. The other, yeah, yeah, that's insane, eh? I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, and I think I told you. Did I tell you that all he eats Those is like, like lollies and McDonald's? What are you talking about? It's this this guy doing a a vertical jump, oh. and he, oh. he he just flies basically. Mm. Whoa! He just takes off. It's freaky. Is he's, that that one that you showed me? Yeah. yeah, he's like six foot three, like ninety five kilos, jacked out of his brains, and all he eats is like a bag of lollies and like McDonald's. <laughs> mm. He's a monster. Yeah, wild. Um, uh, yeah. So personally, I think the enhanced game is gonna be a flop. Yeah, me too. Uh, uh, like, isn't it just because the guy that's running it is super rich or something? Yeah. Mm. Like, uh, I don't think he can generate enough money to counteract what he'll be putting in. Yeah, it's by Aaron D'Souza, an Australian businessman, and it's meant to take place December twenty twenty four. Where? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully in Australia. Mm. Mm. What's the vertical jump guy name? DK Metcalf. Mm. I'll find you the video. The Enhanced Games. All right, what's next? Um, All right, back to powerlifting. Difference between... Oh, I'll ask you guys the question. I'll let Meg watch this first. You've seen it, eh? Yeah. That's him? Crazy, hey. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like, mean that's him? He's the only person <laughs> in the video. Because <laughs> so, like, he was catching the football. I wasn't sure what was going on. So he like jumped his height. Yeah. Mm. It's, you know It'd I mean? be like, it's and almost it like jumping effortless. to the top of that mirror. He just flies. You know who's got really uh, massive vertical? Jimmy Barnes. Does he, does he really? Yeah, and Karen Hinch. Kieran does. Yeah, yeah. Karen can yeah, jump. Wait, that. no, you do too. You actually do. I want to see you actually do a max effort jump. Yeah, Tombo's got a big vert as well. Let's too do some box jumps. I'm too heavy now. Let's do some box jumps on the soft boxes in the corner. No, because no, that- I'm too scared. It'll flip over. But the box jump requires more than just power. Like, you need to have, like, mobile hips and- Do you know what I mean? Well, attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you need to have hips. <laughs> <laughs> Double attacked. <laughs> um, do you know what I mean, though? Like, the- 
that's like more of a who can get their hips yeah, open. Yeah, I, I think I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. I got a question for you guys. What's the difference between – I'll ask you first, Tom, bro. What's the difference between being a coach and being a trainer? Oh. I, don't know, I, f- I feel like coach implies an iterative prote- process, like a, a learning process. There's education there along the way. Mm. There's a, a, a little bit more focus on developing the athlete rather than just telling them what to do and, and, and beating them up. And going through the motions, yeah. yeah. It's like developing the athlete to have more athletic agencies themselves so they can make make decisions in their own training and become more autonomous and more thoughtful. And I think to do that, you also have to be a good trainer. Mm-hmm. You have to know how to push someone and to help mm-hmm. them understand how to find that that thing that we've gotten inside themselves to push themselves further. Mm-hmm. I think that would be my answer. That's yeah, a really I think good as a answer. coach, you're a little bit more invested and maybe you specialize in a certain area yeah, more like than that. just a trainer, mm-hmm. you know? Like we specialize in powerlifting, strength training. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I second all of that. Um, if I was to put it simply, I'd say that a trainer is really only paying you their, giving you their undivided attention in that one hour session mm-hmm. and isn't really too fussed about what you're doing for the rest of the week. Um, and I think that they're completely different services. So if you, someone comes to you for PT... They can't expect coaching, but that's because they're paying for PT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I yeah, I, I'm similar to Tom, bro. I look at uh, coaching as like guidance, uh, guidance, support, and development. Mm. Um, so, you know, you're trying to help these athletes. Like when, if you're coaching athletes, I think these athletes are already uh, a little bit invested in their own training. They're, they can train autonomously. They just need, a f- they just need that guidance, uh, that support that we support them with, you know, through our chickens and whatnot and, programming uh but yeah i just think it's guidance and support mm-hmm. ultimately uh what separates them and like a collective goal maybe mm. yeah, yeah like uh you're steering the ship essentially as a coach mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and as a trainer i like um i don't think one's better than the other by the way no no maybe, no yeah it's different things uh, mm. yeah i think an, a good analogy might be like a, a chef versus a cook mm-hmm. mm. you know a chef is there's a little bit more creativity there's a little bit more management direction that kind of thing whereas a cook is like following the plan and doing uh, their vending machine for a, a, a result mm-hmm. i like that idea of what you said meg of like the tr- the trainer is the trainer for that hour and that's it whereas the coach is going above and beyond to provide that experience mm-hmm. even as far as like you know the coach is going to provide a program to be completed outside of the training sessions Whereas a personal trainer in a commercial gym might just see that person twice a week and that's it. Yeah, and they just plan two sessions and it, yeah. Do you guys, um, I'm going to use another sport analogy. Do you guys like it when I do these or do you guys hate it? Sure. Some I people like hate it. it. No. Okay, so I'm going to look at a coach of like uh, the Brisbane Broncos. Who's the coach of the Brisbane Broncos at the moment, CJ? Uh, um, Mal Meninga. <laughs> I can't remember. I'm going to sound like an idiot if I get this wrong. The guy with the voice like this. <laughs> Lucky. Well, let's just yeah. use a, let's just use Ivan Cleary from the Panthers as an example. Right. So Ivan Cleary, uh, uh, CJ, can you bring that up? No, no, no. Oh, it is Kevin Walters. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. All right, uh, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so Kevin Walters is the head coach of the Brisbane Broncos. Is he a trainer? No, he hires people that specialize in certain fields. So he's like in charge of guiding everybody, steering the ship, and he's getting specialty coaches to help develop these players in their roles. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a good way to look at mm. what a coach is. You know, you're like you said, it's guidance and support. You're ultimately trying to 
you're a manager. Yeah. Mm. You're trying to create a collective of individuals to help. I don't know. Yeah. I was talking to someone about this this morning, Mm. how sometimes if you seek uh, guidance from a physio or a therapist or something and you collaborate with them, it's almost... Or a nutritionist. Yeah. Mm. Or any of those Mm. things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then... I, I I like that analogy though, because like it sort of highlights when you're a coach... Uh, working with individuals you're doing all of that yourself mm-hmm. like you're hiring yourself to take care of the programming aspect the queuing aspect the problem solving aspect the game day coaching aspect you're doing it all you know in that example that coach is hiring hand-picking experts in all of those fields in either case the coach the person at the top whether it's you or you know you've got a team under you has to know every single role really really well they have to be a master at a bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the same thing with like business. You know, like I have to, even though I don't do a lot of the, the on the ground tasks anymore, I have to know how to do them. Like if one of you guys comes up to me and says, how do I do this particular aspect? Like how do I lay the mats? I have to know how to do that. I can't, I have to know how to do every single aspect to be good at my job, even though I don't, I'm not hands on. And I can be like that because I've been hands on at everything over the last sort of 12 years, right? It's the same thing with coaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys do you guys enjoy being a trainer? Yes, like as in personal training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do. Yeah, me too. I, l- I love I it. love it. I love being a trainer for an hour. Mm. It's fun. Yeah. For for people who are athletically uh, minded, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I they don't even have to be athletically minded because I have like I'm invested in making them athletically yeah. minded because mm-hmm. a lot of people will go their whole life not actually trying to train hard ever. Yeah. And mm. I'm so passionate about that. Well, sorry I'm such a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying what I think. No, I know what you're saying there cuz I'm the same as you Tombro. I love sessions like when I'd have like a I forgot his fucking last name, but big Co- uh Co- Cooper yeah, the Cooper Morgan. No, 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 not big. Other big. Ah, uh, the young, the young kid. Uh, the, he's in like the. Oh, young Cooper. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Plays like he's in the Wallaby Schoolboys. He's he's a fucking proper used to come athlete. In with, his, with um his dad sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and his other mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I love people like that. You know, where it's like, sweet, for this next hour we're gonna work hard. Mm. Yeah, and they love being in the trenches, and they're like, all right, sweet, I'm here to train. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not a chore. They know that they're here to train because mm. it's gonna help them with their. The main goal, which is footy, uh, rug- rugby union. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, mm. yeah uh, I'm I'm first to admit I'm not a personal trainer and I mm. never have been. And I admire people that can do that because it's not an easy job. Yeah. To be a good personal trainer requires you uh, to wear m- many different hats in the same day back to back to back to back. You have to almost change your personality to mm. be there for the next person. And you have to be on no matter how you, how you feel because people's experience of you or people's business decision is – very closely related to how you are on any given day. Mm. Like you're, you're normally one of the highlights of their day and they're expecting the same version of you that they got the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like how many times um, have you guys, I, I, I reckon we've all been there where you've done a personal training session uh, and you're like, and you weren't very impressed with yourself. You're like, fuck, like that wasn't my best work. Mm. And like they're paying for a service. And like you said, they're there, you know, they want the best of you for that one hour. Mm. Um, so it is hard. It is hard. It's emotionally harder. Mm. to be a coach in my opinion. Sometimes I feel guilty if there's too much chit-chat, but then I also remember that some people that come in, they really enjoy that social time. Yeah. They, want, they want that chit-chat mm-hmm. with some training in between. Yeah, For sure. Yeah, when I'm coaching people like Nikki and David, like those kind of people, they love training hard. Mm. That's all they want to do. 
Mm. So those are the fun sessions. Mm -hmm. Mm. Nice. All right. Well, we should probably hit this quiz. (gasps) My time to shine. Time to shine. Let's go, Meg. So the point system is a little bit different. So instead of shouting your answer, if you want to submit your answer, you have to shout your name. And then I will... It's like a game show. Yeah. Then I'll give you the room. Um, So... Just, you can say your name. I like that. So mm. then it stops you all going 40, no, 45, no, no. Yeah. 50, 55. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to say my name as soon as you start talking so I get to answer first. So just say your name if you know the answer. And there's prizes for everyone, but whoever comes out on top gets to choose their prizes. And they get to pick two. Okay. Okay. So we'll start off with something easy. What is the only fruit with seeds on the outside? Thomas. Bridge- Thomas. Strawberry. Yep. Okay. One to Thomas. Yes. Are you counting? Okay. Next question. What Latin American sweet translating to sweet milk in Spanish is found topped on ice cream in flan and often found drizzled James. Over? Yep. Leche flan? No. Condensed milk? No. <laughs> Are you allowed to have multiple guesses? No, nah, I'll stop it there. All right. Okay, yeah. So, and is often found drizzled over fruit and inside cakes. There's three words. You'll know it. It's so it's a so it's a Spanish word. It's a Spanish uh, Latin American sweet in in a Spanish word. Yes. Uh, it's got chocolate in it. No, oh. it is. Tra- it translates to got cream. S- sweet milk. It's caramelly. Oh, I yeah something. Oh, yeah. Ah, Say sh- your name. <laughs> creme de caramel. Oh, J- uh, Thomas, you're on the right track. Caramel de creme. Very very much right on on the right track. Dos de leche. Yes. Damn it, that was what I was trying to think Thomas, of. Thomas, don't <laughs> Okay, you can have it because you said your name. <clears throat> All right, question number three. How much does the average Australian spend in dollars on Uber Eats? Like, you can get within like $10. $10. Wait, like is it like a week or just week, per transaction? Per week. Per, per week. week in total, on average, the Australian. Bridget. Go ahead. $100. Would anybody else like to submit some, another? James. Yep. You didn't say your name. (laughs) Thomas. Yep. 70. You're all not within $10, so we're going to go around again, but I'll just say it's not in the hundreds. Mm -hmm. Okay. 60. No, you have to say your name. Okay. 60. Yes, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Say your name. James. No, well, you've got it. It's $59 per week. Okay. (laughs) Question number four. Which two spices are the most popular in the world, not salt? Thomas. Mm-hmm. Pepper? Mm-hmm. Garlic? No. Oh, garlic. James. Not spice. Yes, Fuck. James. Uh, pepper? Mm-hmm. Chili? Flakes? No. It's not a, it's not a spice. Oh. James? Yep. Pepper? Mm. And? Thomas, cinnamon? No. Thomas, cumin? James, mm. pepper, and <laughs> so we can confirm one's pepper. Yeah, and the other is a spice. What's um, Bridget, mm-hmm. pepper, oregano. I'm going to give you guys a clue. Ah. It's a herb. Ah. I'm going to give you guys a clue. You would usually take it in its sauce form. Thomas. Yeah. I don't know. In a sauce, um, it is a yellowy color. James. Mm. Mustard? Yes. yes. There you go, James. Damn. All right. Wow, well, that's the most popular spice. That's really... Pepper and mustard. Lots wow. of white people on this planet. All right. So we got three, one. 
<laughs> when was sorry, not when. <laughs> what was the first food to undergo the process of cold temperature long term preservation? Uh James. Uh some kind of sauerkraut? No. Thomas. Yeah. Ham. Meat. Very off, both of you. Bacon. Food, okay. Food is interchangeable with anything you can consume. James. Mm-hmm. Pickle. No. Thomas, milk. Getting kind of Thomas, warmer. butter. No. Thomas, James, cream. cheese. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to give you a clue. Uh, James, you were drinking it just before. James, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three, two. Three, two. Mm-hmm. The prizes are mine, baby. You do want that drink so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next question. How many arms and tentacles does a squid have? James, six. Eight. Both wrong. What? James, four. James, five. James, (laughs) James, 12. Thomas, seven. (laughs) No. It's six. It's not. Bridget, five. Higher. Thomas, 10. Yes. James. 10? Yeah. That's fucked. Google it. What? What kind of squid? Uh, I didn't read. What's the difference between a squid and an octopus? Octo. Octo. Eight. I thought they still, I thought they all had eight. I, t- I went to Google it and I typed in my name. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas. Thomas eight. <laughs> I was going to type in Thomas squid. <laughs> uh. Is it 10? 10. Well, squid and cuttlefish have eight arms or two legs and six arms and two tentacles. So ten. Because they count the ones on their face. Mm. Wow. Do squids have six or ten? Squid have ten appendages. The two long ones are called tentacles and the eight short ones are arms. I said how many arms and tentacles. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what's the score at the moment? Uh, Tombro 4-2. 4-2. James, you can do this if you answer the next two correctly. Mm-hmm. What common vegetable has an unknown country of origin, has been used for at least 7,000 years by humans, and is toxic for cats and dogs? Bridget. Onion? Yes. Yes. Nice. Finally. All right. Last question. Fuck. Which Italian... <laughs> you just realised. <laughs> yeah. You just realised. <laughs> Which Italian city holds the most Michelin stars? James. Yep. Milan. No. Milan? Oh. <laughs> Thomas, Rome. No. Bridget, Venice. No. Thomas, Tuscany's not a city. I think pizza. Thomas. Um, um, uh, James, uh, Sicily. No. No, but that's warmer. No, no, no. It's Yeah, it's down that way. Um, Thomas, Naples. Yes. Ah. Thomas, you excelled in the food one. Napoli. <laughs> what do you mean? Wow. Okay, so here are the prizes. You get to choose two and then you can distribute the other ones. <laughs> All right, well, I'll take the drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, let's go. You got it anyway. You have a rope. <laughs> CJ, do you want a rope or... <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Don't you want a prize? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll keep the rope. Do you want the rope, Bridget? No, darling, you have it. What? I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) You got your drink. We're all winners. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. All right. 
Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Zero Podcast. If you want more information, head to our Instagram, zero underscore weakness. Hit the link in the bio for all of our services and any information on upcoming workshops and events. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review so we can have a broader reach and answer more people's questions. Thank you once more.